Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. It's super rare when you have game mechanics perfected over time that subsequent installments aren't fundamentally better in every respect. Those anomalies do exist though, and often there's just no way to recreate that powerful original spark that birthed an entire fanbase in the first place. I'm Scott from WhatCulture.com and these are 9 video game franchises that never beat their first installment. Number 9. Marvel Ultimate Alliance Arguably the best Marvel game that deals with groups of heroes rather than specific characters like Spider-Man, the original Ultimate Alliance had its heart in the right place and was ludicrously enjoyable to play. Seeing you on a location-spanning trek visiting everywhere from Stark Tower to Murder World, Atlantis to Asgard, it's still super recommendable today thanks to developer Raven being an all-time great studio. Afterwards though, things only got worse. Following Raven suffering various layoffs as they attempted to develop Wolfenstein and the Immaculate Singularity side by side, development on the sequel went to Vicarious Visions, who removed many things that made the original so charming. Gone were character-specific grapple finishers, gone were the more cool-looking team-up attacks, and gone were things that let you know the developers truly cared about the source material, like pop trivia quizzes that you could play in between missions. Ultimate Alliance 3 then ditched everything else that made the IP recognizable, seeing Team Ninja turn in a solid enough combat model but with insanely boring level design, character animation and overall storytelling. This was now Ultimate Alliance in name only. Number 8. Bioshock Bioshock's trajectory is fascinating. You have what is now commonly thought of as one of the most influential games of all time, a boundary-shattering, fourth-wall-breaking, first-person action-adventure that uprooted the very notion of how to tell stories in games that then had nowhere left to go. With lead creative Ken Levine passing on Bioshock 2, it left that game fleshing out existing parts of the fiction, incapable of moving them forward. Levine returned in the much maligned Bioshock Infinite, a game that went through development hell, showcasing various versions of mechanics that we never got and feeling way less cohesive narrative and gameplay-wise as a result. Infinite ended on an insanely overblown finale, throwing everything at the wall in an attempt to blow your mind all over again. Sadly, the multiverse reveal felt like Levine destroying his own creation on the way out, as business interests were already governing an infinite number of lighthouses, men and cities in real life, and it was time to move on. Number 7. Sonic the Hedgehog Sonic, Sonic, Sonic. The more the years go by, the more even hardcore fans like me whose childhoods you defined have to admit the best of your work came in that original game. It's not that Sonic 2 and 3 aren't enjoyable enough extensions of the base formula, but you just can't argue with reality. That being, Sonic was made in a marketing think tank to beat Mario. He was more radical bra because Mario was a mustachioed man in overalls, programmed to speed through levels because the NES couldn't handle fast platforming whatsoever. 
Sega originally had him in a rock band with an hourglass-shaped girlfriend called Madonna, and even his shoes came from Michael Jackson's video for Bad. So laser-targeted was Sega's attempt to dominate the West, it worked. The original Sonic the Hedgehog was, and still is, goddamn glorious. Everything I mentioned absolutely clicked with the core demographic of gaming teens, and to this day, Sega have never topped the Blue Blur's debut. Discount fan-made project Sonic Mania, and arguably, they've never even came close. Number 6. Crackdown Launching in 2005 but not getting any real momentum until Gears of War turned industry heads in 2006, it was 2007's Crackdown that helped convince gamers to invest in Xbox 360. A fully explorable open world that encouraged collectible hunting in an era long before Ubisoft had run it into the ground, there were few things better. You were playing as a super-powered special agent capable of tossing cars into gangs of enemies, and during this furtive time of Xbox just needing people to pay attention, it was more than enough to turn the tide. Afterwards though, Crackdown's legacy became one and done. Crackdown 2 was farted out just three years later by a different team, mandated by Microsoft wanting a sequel. It reused the exact same map with very few changes, repeating all the same collectible-based beats of the original with an ultimately pointless gliding mechanic. By the time Crackdown 3 came around, that ship had sailed. After five long years of development and endless delays, this third installment, again by another team, sadly fell back into being a nostalgia trip for the original. In essence, all three Crackdown titles are the same game, meaning it's the original that deserves your attention most, and the one that is now available for free. Number 5. Batman Arkham Asylum There's nothing wrong with Arkham City, Origins, or Night, but the sheer power of having a much tighter narrative, play space, set of character interactions, unlocks, and a general pace thunders Arkham Asylum into the lead overall. Where latter installments would embrace open-world aspects to the point where it felt as though a formerly tight experience was now fractured and scattered across a fairly empty connective tissue, Arkham Asylum hits the ground sprinting and doesn't let up for the duration. With a brilliant mix of almost horror-esque design as Joker takes over, Bruce mustering all his wits and cunning on the spot to come out on top felt incredible to see. The hidden Batcave moment is still an all-time franchise best, and the tone cemented here only factored into Asylum's legendarily satisfying fighting system or a neat Metroidvania structure encouraging you to see every inch of the island itself. Number 4. Fear Monolith's take on blending super slow-mo, gore-tastic first-person shooting with all-out white-knuckle jump scares was one for the ages. The original fear is its namesake incarnate, seeing you sever limbs and take down enemy guards in a blaze of bullets one minute, only to climb a ladder and have some zombified child staring at you from the shadows the next. Enemy AI was also stellar, forcing you to stay on the move, meaning you had to engage whatever lay around the next corner or what was right in front of you. It's this sense of pure cerebral engagement that made the first installment so recommendable, both to action and horror fans alike. For Fear 2, while it's still a phenomenally playable game, by virtue of being a backstory that favours action over immersion and tension, it largely lost a lot of that appeal. Fear 3 then went down the all-out action route, embracing the co-op zeitgeist of the time and putting an emphasis on supernatural player powers to get through levels. Being given to a different dev team, Day One Studios, this trilogy still has a great identity, but it's the premiere installment that always comes out on top. Number 3. Dragon Age while we continue to watch the Bioware of today, hoping and praying they'll turn something around that gets close to their unrivaled 2000s output, Dragon Age as an IP has provided the bumpiest ride. 
After producing a stellar first installment that remains many people's most cherished third-person RPG of all time, EA then forced a brutally inhuman crunch on the sequel, asking the majority of the project to be turned around in just over one year. The result was clear after shipping, and though some enjoyed the flashier combat and easier access to fancier movesets, it was largely derided by the fanbase. For Dragon Age Inquisition, things markedly improved, but were still nowhere near the original, thanks to the Bioware of the 2010s being an altogether different beast. The studio's take on open spaces continued to favour barren lands with scattered quest markers, the takeaway being that you must be missing something or the game just hasn't kicked in yet, yet that higher gear just never engaged. With Dragon Age 4 on the horizon, but 14-year vet and creative director Mike Laidlaw departing, it's going to be a vertical uphill battle for quality from here on out. Number 2. Dead Space Dead Space vs Dead Space 2 is the alien vs aliens of gaming. Visceral saw the potential limitations of corridor crawling horror and elected to uproot the IP, not unlike what Capcom did with Resident Evil 4. However, while Dead Space 2 is a fantastic space shooter, a punchy-as-hell mix of curb-stomping necromorphs while thundering through an environment looking for the next piece of story, it is not anywhere near as effective as a horror. Pockets of body horror, sure, but depending on which wing of the fandom you speak to, there are ardent defenders of the original slow-burn exploration that were thoroughly put off. Afterwards, well, things went completely south. Dead Space 3 had EA mandate microtransactions into a single-player horror game, a game that also had a completely unnecessary co-op component, and one where the aliens now fired back at you because the whole thing had become a Gears of War clone. EA would put Visceral to work churning out Battlefield Hardline before shuttering them altogether. And number 1. Deus Ex The original Deus Ex was a groundbreaking RPG, the sort of game where with every step you could see alternate pathways you might have taken with a different character build, different dialogue options or mission conclusions that you couldn't wait to try out next time. From here on out though, while still a heartily recommendable IP through and through, it felt like various developers tried their hand at making the Deus Ex experience work for increasingly larger audiences. Direct sequel Invisible War was dragged by fans for things like universal ammo across all guns and drastically reducing your options on mission. Human Revolution largely hit its mark but came with outsourced boss fights, actually breaking the game depending on how you play it to that point. 2016's Mankind Divided, despite being the most promising of them all, was dogged by unlocking the same upgrades you had just one game prior, a microtransaction-filled multiplayer mode, and a story that cut to credits right when the pace was finally picking up. Again, all games are playable enough, but that original spark was just impossible to replicate. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.